Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. Global warming is a real-world issue we see knock-on effects of every single day. And we all have to look after this big floating rock we call Earth. In today's episode, Dana Lloyd talked profit versus planet and some of the steps they're taking to reduce Knowlton's impact on the planet. Carbon offsetting that we do with the tree planting and the other projects that we fund through Ecology, shout out to Ecology. For every employee in our business, we offset an average human in the UK, in the UK their carbon footprint to do that. And Dan predicts what the new green future might look like for businesses. Businesses and brands are going to have to put the specific carbon pr- footprint of all of their services, of all of their products on their websites and on anything that's showing um, what they can offer to the world. So whether you're a zero plastic eco warrior or you're just looking for ways to do your bit for the planet, make sure you have your notepads at the ready. This is episode 103 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. So Lloyd, what do you think is more important in business? Profit or the planet? What do you think, Dan? Are you really asking me that question? <laughs> yes, I am asking you that question. Okay. Uh, planet. Okay, cool. See you next week. <laughs> um, I, th- I think this is going to be an interesting episode because... We've recently been really, or you have been mainly focusing on our positive impact plan, yeah. which is all around this kind of topic. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want us to dive into a bit of that today. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I think also it's quite a relevant topic where you've got these big oil and gas companies making millions and billions in profits and destroying the planet. And it's, so it's quite quite topical, but we're kind of talking it from our angle of a we're still a relatively small business like a business with you know 10 to 20 employees and what we can do mm. and that kind of thing what we're planning to do and what what mm, i thought when stuff. i was thinking of this answering that question mm. what's more important profit or the planet mm. my my obvious answer was obviously the planet mm. but then i thought well to be able to impact the the planet positively you need to make a profit to have the funds to support the resource to then help the planet. But then I thought, well, if you just didn't have a business at all that had an impact, is that not better than having a business that you then have to do other stuff for to have a better impact on the planet? Do you know what I mean? It got me in like a bit of a weird circle. of. But I think that is the reality. Like there are a lot of businesses out there that have uh, an overall and quite an obvious overall negative effect on everyone except the shareholders Mm. making money. Um, And that, and, and it might say you're a small business who is, uh, Small business who is setting fire to plastic. That's, <laughs> what, that's what your bi- that's your business, right? What, what business you're just you're just a guy called Brian who someone goes, I got plastic I need to get rid of, and he goes, Give me thirty quid, I'll burn it. Right? <laughs> what? And and so if you're Brian doing that, yeah, then uh you might be like, Well, I don't have the money to offset my carbon footprint. I only make thirty quid for for this pile of plastic. <laughs> and then the answer would be, Don't have that business. <laughs> it? it doesn't sound so, like a sustainable business anyway yeah, yeah exactly so um yeah it is an interesting i understand what you're saying like a business has to make enough money if they want to have a positive impact positive impact because otherwise you can't afford someone's wages to be able to mm. to have that positive impact but then it's like then you start to get into the the question of what's more important so we're a business that is it is 
having some form of negative impact on the planet because of what we're doing mm. that we're trying to fix. Mm. But we're having a positive impact, hopefully, on our team, supporting yeah. their livelihoods, supporting them to be able to afford to buy food and shelter and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So we could just completely shut our business down and cancel all the negative impact we're having, but then mm. that would negatively impact our team. And it's like, what's more important, our team or yeah. the planet? Well, that's or our local I... community or the planet? Or... But our positive impact plan, so our kind of overarching thing is to... Um, that Knowlton will never have um, a negative in no sorry <laughs> yes that Knowlton will not have a negative impact and have a more positive impact every day so obviously that's quite broad and so we're basically we are saying we don't want to have a negative impact on the planet but we also don't want to have a negative impact on our neighbors like next door to our studio we don't want to have a negative impact on our employees um, and our local community so I think we are we're not saying like right guys we're spending all the money on planting trees so you've all got to have a pay cut yeah, yeah obviously yeah. that doing that side of things would actually mean hang on is this counterproductive we're not going to have a team of people that can ha and have a really positive impact on the world and our local community um so we're not saying that so we we do our our plan focuses on our local community our people our our people's mm. families um and the planet and the world and people will never meet. I've got a question for you. Mm. And this might be a difficult one. Yeah. Why has it taken us almost seven years to think about how we can have a more positive impact on um, than just like trying to grow our business? So my first question, it hasn't. <laughs> okay. So in 2018, we moved into uh, this place that we're in now uh, upstairs we've got all our offices and we've got our studio down here in different rooms we um we got some government funding uh, low case funding i mm -hmm. believe um and upcycled desks and furniture. all of our furniture was upcycled rather than buying new stuff um and uh yeah so and we we put um What's it called? Insula oh, insulation. Rock, rock foam. We, insulation. Rock we paid a lot more than we needed to for insulation to try and make sure that we weren't just heating the mm. outside world and all that sort of thing. So I would say, Dan, I know we're, we're taking much bigger steps yeah. now and the business is bigger. I'm playing devil's advocate, by yeah. the way. <laughs> but, but actually, I'd say from about 2018, we've been taking steps towards it, which is why I'm really happy. Now we're doing bigger things and things that I feel we can talk about to the world and hopefully inspire other businesses mm. and hopefully also learn from things we're still doing wrong yeah but i suppose we have we have been for a while but before 2018 dan if i'm honest mm. i think me and you were just trying to work out how to run a business <laughs> yeah. and and if i'm honest like that is going to be I, I suppose the world's changing now so maybe if someone started a business in 2022 that might also be something they're thinking about alongside okay i'm starting up this business what's my business plan yeah. but for us it's certainly you know in 2016 dan we didn't have one conversation about how is this going to have a positive impact on people outside of ourselves, mm. did we? If we're honest. Yeah. You were wearing a suit as well. I was to try and impress people. <laughs> because I didn't know anything. <laughs> but it has been, it's been like an exponential curve, hasn't it? From yeah. in 2018, us starting to think, having a bit more of a sustainable mindset mm. of suppliers and things that we're fitting the office out with. And now we've actually mapped out this positive impact plan that's really focused on all of the areas 
that yeah. we can have a positive impact. Exactly. And we have a positive impact crew who are now going to be meeting regularly. So we're like, right, what have we done? Mm. How has it had a positive effect on and who has it had a positive effect on? What are we going to do in the future to keep these new actions? Because it's got to be a constant improvement. I spoke to a friend of mine recently who um, is setting up a whole business around this kind of like um, doing things in a more eco-friendly way for businesses um, and consumers. And I was sort of saying to him like, oh, what has been a real struggle is like working. Like, I don't want to tell the world what we're doing and then them go, well, you're not doing this. (laughs) <laughs> and then us look really bad. And I think we, we were both saying that what's important is being honest. Like we are definitely not perfect without mm. a doubt. And I, if I'm honest, no one ever is in mm. anything they do. But we're as long as our intentions in the right place and we're taking actions every day, every week, every month to try and improve what we're doing and have a more and more positive yeah. impact, then I'm happy for us to learn along that journey mm. and get comments like, oh, you guys are trying to do this. I did notice that Mm. Brian was burning plastic in the background of your video. (laughs) How about you ask him to stop? And then next week we'll go, okay, Brian, probably pack it in now, mate. So Something that really changed the way I think about this was going to the Agency Nomics event last year Mm. um, where they were basically saying, just offsetting your carbon isn't enough. That's basically trying to put a plaster over a problem that you've caused by not doing other things like Mm. looking for more sustainable ways of working. And I think we do offset carbon, but we're also really focusing on like choosing more sustainable suppliers Mm -hmm. and changing the way we work. And the, the um, carbon offsetting that we do with the tree planting and the other projects that we fund through ecology, shout out to ecology, spelt with an I at the end. Um, that's actually our last resort. So mm. we're trying to reduce our carbon footprint and and have, like I'm saying, no negative effect and have a much more positive effect with everything we do. Um, but while we're on that journey, we're also, as a last resort, so say, for example, now, um, we, uh, you know, all of, I believe, actually, almost all of our employee, almost all of our employees, not everyone, sorry, drives a a petrol or diesel car rather than an electric car here. Like we're not in a position where we can fund our employees' electric vehicles to get to work at the moment. So we can't, at the moment, it's not viable for us to <clears throat> to make that change or support our employees making that change. So we will offset that carbon for now. And we, for every employee in our business, we offset an average human in the UK, in the UK with their carbon footprint to do that. Um, so it's that last resort and... I hope uh, as we get further and further with our plan and do better and bigger things and learn as much as we can, our actual carbon footprint is decreasing. So then we just have a Mm -hmm. even bigger positive uh, impact with offsetting. What I I do think this is a really important point though, Dan. Go on. I'm going to still, sorry, I'm still talking. No, please do. You said like, oh, it's not enough just to offset carbon. Mm. And I want to say, I think that's quite negative and i don't think it's always useful for people to say that Mm -hmm. some people like no that's not good enough and it stops people doing anything Mm. i would say if you're doing nothing anything is better than nothing so don't stop taking really positive action Mm. because you're worried people aren't people are going to say you're not perfect so don't not offset your carbon footprint if you think people are going to come to you and say well you're using plastic it's better to do something mm. than do nothing. And then you can have a journey to improve all the other bits. Can I be devil's advocate again? Yes. 
is this just sounds like you're greenwashing to try and make our agency look good to the outside world. And really, we're just burning plastic here secretly. We don't talk about Brian. <laughs> um, no, I think greenwashing is a, it's, it's a really interesting topic and something that we need to talk about. A lot of these big corporations... What is greenwashing? There's no so doubt that. they're greenwashing. So basically saying that you're doing things for the environment or doing things in an eco-friendly way just to make more money. You're not really. So a big company. So say if your if the turnover of your company is ten billion, you could say we funded a hundred thousand pounds of green stuff going on. We're so good, and people look at that and go, "Wow, hundred grand! Oh, that, they're really taking that seriously." When actually, it, when you look at their eight billion pounds worth of turnover, what they're doing to the planet, they're having a far bigger negative mm. impact on the planet than that hundred. That we can't afford to do a hundred thousand pounds of yeah. positive stuff for the planet, mm. but actually, our overall impact is far more positive than mm. Nestle's. Something we, we had a discussion about this, I or, think, or, yeah. or Unilever, another company. Anyone? We had a discussion about this. I think yesterday, and. Um, Something, the whole greenwashing thing, something that we makes us feel very comfortable is our intent is in the right place. Mm -hmm. Like you and I both know that we genuinely want to have the biggest positive impact on our team, mm -hmm. the wider environment, the planet. And we're not just doing this mm -hmm. to try and look cool or good. And we're making decisions in the business that are worse for us in terms of financially yep. and short term, because we know that in the long term, we want to be, we want, like, personally, I want us to have a legacy at the end of this where we don't look back and think, yeah. oh, we made loads of money, but we yeah. uh, had a terrible impact on the environment and didn't give a shit about our employees or the local community. And I would say more than intent, though, I think for, for you not to be greenwashing, you need intent and action. Yes, yeah, of course. Because we, yeah. we can be, like, if we just are thinking, God, we really want to have a good impact, but we're not actually taking <laughs> yeah. action, then that's not good enough. No. Because you can't just go, oh, but I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think intent and action, because um, a lot of these big corporations, they don't have the intent, but they mm. are taking some action. Like, no, we're doing this thing. But I think mm. you need you need both um, to really make sure you are having a positive impact and not greenwashing. But I think as long as like some of our actions, I know that some of our actions along our business journey we'll make mistakes or we'll do something that we think is having a positive impact and then we realise afterwards it doesn't. And that's where I think as long as your intent is in the right place, mm. I don't feel bad for that. Like we're, we're learning just like everyone, just like all the individuals about what we're doing to our planet, not just businesses. Mm. I think as long as your intentions are in the right place and you're learning from those actions, even if not every step is in the right mm. direction, then I'm happy. As, as the person who's sort of heading up our positive impact plan and positive impact ongoing project, mm -hmm. I think it could be quite interesting to anchors who are listening thinking, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to try and do something to ensure we have more of a positive impact and mm -hmm. less of a negative impact on the planet and you know the wider community. Yeah. What, what could they... From someone who's, you know, been implementing this and starting it, what, what, could they, what steps could they take, you know, even in an initial small way to yeah. start ensuring that well i think what we did to kick this off when i so this uh, a lot of this was action was driven by me initially and then i thought actually there's not going to be enough impact if it's just me so having a conversation with all of your employees and team and saying right this is now uh something we want to do in the business we want to have a positive impact on the world 
we want to be climate positive and carbon neutral, whatever you, you're aiming for, um, and setting up regular meetings to actually make action happen. That's something mm. that I think is driving change for us, that we actually all sat down, we all discussed our ideas and then said, okay, well, these ones might work soon. Let's start doing those. Those ones maybe later and let's not do those We have ones. a Slack channel. For we do. We do. Positive Impact Crew. Yeah. And I would say, I know Dan earlier said, oh, you can't just offset your con, but I absolutely love ecology, E-C-O-L-I-G-I. We have a link that you can sign up with and they'll plant more trees and stuff so we can put that somewhere or you can ask us for it um but a first step that you can do in the next five minutes you can go on there put your number of employees and uh sign up for a monthly payment to fund carbon offsetting projects so a lot of other stuff might take you time to implement that's something you can do right now which is why i think it's a good thing to start with potentially and then you can, the things that take longer, you can gradually improve while you're offsetting the carbon that you're, the, the negative impact you're currently having. Um, another thing that I th really helped us back in 2018 is that there are a lot for businesses, there's funding out there for green initiatives and doing things in the right way. So I would just Google like funding in my local area. Like there was, we used uh, low case funding, which I believe is only in the south and the east of the country. And I believe was something to do with the EU. So might not be a thing anymore. Thanks, Brexit. <laughs> um, but there are these, like there's funding available. If you're saying, right, I'm going to spend 20 grand on insulating this building so that we're not having a negative impact in that way, um, you might be able to get £5,000 of it funded by a local mm government or or one of these initiatives so i would say look into that if you're thinking of investing in it and it might be that you're a smaller business and you're, you're going to spend 300 pounds but you might be able to get funding for 150 so look into that sort of thing definitely mm -hmm. um and i would say i know this is really simple but if you just use search for hashtags or content on like whatever social media platform you use there's groups on linkedin and there's like there's hashtags on TikTok that I just follow now and other businesses doing similar stuff to you. They're just there posting content that is really good inspiration. I see things a lot. Like I saw someone saw a thing where they were um, composting their coffee grounds and stuff. And I just thought like, well, you can definitely do that. Mm. So that's something we're actually talking about next week of working out a process of how <laughs> we can do that. Um, so just looking for content on the social media platforms you use in this area, there's it's, there's so much good stuff that can inspire you. I also think away from the doing this because it's the right thing to do, you know, if you need more convincing, I honestly believe that moving forward and, and the, the track record of how things are moving forward already is showing this, consumers are becoming more aware of um, the impact that brands are having on the planet. And it is really impacting their decision based on how much of a positive or negative impact you have on the environment um especially like younger people now um so like commercially it's actually also on top of doing the right thing it i, th I think it is going to be in business's interest in the future mm. to focus more on this because that's interesting there's something that we're on the waiting list at the moment but a new thing called ecology zero so ecology as i said who we're using to help us offset our carbon footprint um i've now got something that links in with your financial software zero in our case and all of our suppliers everywhere you're buying things from um, all the companies that you interact with that you pay or 
or your clients or customers that pay you um again i don't have this yet or on the waiting list and they're just implementing i think they're just introducing new customers slowly but um it's going to come up saying like oh this supplier is really bad for the planet and it might be that we look and we're like oh we're spending eight and a half thousand a year with this company but we can see now they're having this really bad impact with the way they're doing things and i think from the from what i've read they're they are then actually going to suggest alternatives that are doing much better stuff and having a more positive impact so i think again like dan was saying do it for the right reasons and intentions of of doing the right thing but i think in the next decade or two Mm. there's going to be huge um opportunities for businesses that are doing things in the right way and do actually care and have have spent the months and years to make sure they're not having a negative impact on the planet or their their community. Can I make a prediction? Mm-hmm. I reckon in the next five to ten years, you know how recently at restaurants they they show the number of ca- you have to legally show the number of calories in your meals. Mm-hmm. I reckon with suppliers and companies when on your products they're going to have to show the yeah. impact on the planet mm. for the for the products. Yeah, like we we went to Nando's yesterday and. It was really interesting to having that insight into how many calories things have really changes your decision on what you're what you're choosing. And I think visibility is going to be key in the future, because I think lots of people are making decisions. They just don't have a clue what impact it's it's having on the planet, whereas if they actually knew and it was very visible and clear and legally they had to show that it would change their decisions. Because Ecology Zero is the first time that I saw that there's this is coming. Basically, there's going to be something that's going to say you've spent this much in your business with this supplier and they are bad or good for the planet and here's the a better alternative. It's happening and I think businesses, if, if you're secretly having a really negative impact on the planet with the, the stuff you're doing, I think it's going to, you know, karma's going to come and get mm. you in the next few years, I would say. It's going to become much more obvious and already we're seeing um, there's, our, some of our clients have these green goals and things that they need to do and why would you not want to be a business that can help them achieve that you know for your own selfish reasons as well as the reasons we've been saying about and why why you should be doing it anyway it just makes sense and i think if you don't start taking action soon you're going to suffer for it that wasn't a threat by the way <laughs> yeah or else <laughs> i will find you and i will kill you so do you have anything else lloyd that that could be interesting to companies or people listening who are looking to have more of a positive and less of a negative impact on the wider environment i would just say make taking action on this the norm like we if we made the decision now to go right we're offsetting all of our carbon it would have looked like this huge cost and we're like how can we find that within the business but because we started it when we were smaller and we've just increased it every time we've added an employee um it's just become the norm and I think making it the norm doesn't make it feel hard. So mm. take action, make it the norm, and all the, the next steps are much easier and more natural to to get into. But I, I and also the thing I said to you, Dan, mm-hmm. perfection is the enemy of progress. So don't don't let someone on the internet or your friend or family or colleague saying, You're not doing this right, stop you doing anything. Take action now to improve where you are with the impact you're having on the planet and know that it's a journey and it's going to be step by step i think in in life this is too much of a thing of perfection stopping progress like 
oh, I'm not going to go to the gym because I ate three donuts yesterday. So what's the point? Mm. It's exactly the thing of like, oh, I'm not going to offset my carbon because I, I threw away that plastic fork yesterday. It makes absolutely no sense and it's illogical. So mm. don't let perfection be the, en- the enemy of progress. One final thing I think that I've uh, found in the business is now that we're talking a lot more about making more sustainable decisions as a business, everyone in the team is uh, is thinking about it more and coming up with more suggestions. Like mm. every week we're having these kind of discussions. So just making sure you're actually talking about this stuff can can enable your team and people, other people, your colleagues to share their ideas and, and help yeah. with that as well. And business anchors listeners... If you have any suggestions or anything you do within your business or that you've seen that you haven't seen us talking about that you think could help us on our journey as well, please let us know. Because like I said, we I think now we're talking about it more. Hopefully, we're going to have more people kind of supporting us in letting us know things that we could improve on and, and other ideas. So come mm. at me. Also, just as a final shout out and thank you to Adobe Express, who are our sponsors for this podcast. We always put a link in the description for you to try their tool out. It's an amazing tool to create all of your different social assets for social media and online. Um, and it's a really, really great tool. We've been using their products for years at our agency and it's worth giving it a go. So thanks, Adobe Express, for sponsoring the pod. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our green ramblings. <laughs> See you in your ears next week. See you in your ears next week.